Hello, ladies and gentlemen. So I was thinking back at um, last week's podcast. I was telling you I was going to give you little quick updates on kind of how I'm doing. I find that as a whole challenging because I'm not one of these guys that ever complains about what they've got going on, right? I I, I know things can always be worse, and that, that, that gives me a certain level of grounding. So I'm not going to sit here and complain and bitch to you about what my life is like. But for me, it's definitely thinking through kind of challenges the whole point of it was to kind of tell you how the challenges i'm experiencing and how i'm approaching them and how i'm dealing with them and ultimately i come out of those things right um and so there's not a lot of group big updates for this week just maintaining kind of what i'm process what i'm kind of doing what how i'm processing things and you know optimistic for what's going on right now busy busy as hell and i perceive myself to maintain this level of busyness such a terrible word it sounds wrong so that's kind of where i'm at i think so far so good uh, I've, I've started running if you will for lack of a better analogy and i'm doing well i'm maintaining the pace and as long as i can keep this pace going i'll be good one of the things i will say though in all honesty in all transparency while i am a person that enjoy the high amount of sleep that is probably one of the areas where like i definitely sacrifice a little bit right i'm not necessarily sleeping four hours i'm not sleeping six hours i'm definitely getting at least seven hours of sleep give or take and some of you are going to be like oh my god i wish i could get seven hours right but that's coming from a person that historically even as a child even as a baby like as a baby my mom would tell me stories where uh, she would mention that i would i would sleep through the whole night I wasn't uh, oftentimes one of those babies that would keep you up all night. And even as a young adult or even as a, um, you know, even, you know, young adult, really preteen, young adult, I'd sleep a lot. Like for me, optimally, like 10 hours is optimal. <laughs> Who, who's, who's looking at that and thinking, wow, I wish I knew what 10 hours of sleep was like. I mean, for me, 10 hours is optimal. And I'm definitely not getting that now, maybe sometimes on my off days, which is nice. Um, but, you know, when I was younger, in my preteens, teens, um, I used to be able to, when super tired, when tired to this degree, I used to be able to um, sleep like 12 hours, which is a lot. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that that's a normal occurrence these days, but um, ultimately... Sleep is where I'm, I'm, I'm weakest at, at the moment. And I'm not sure that's changing any time at the moment, anytime soon. But we'll see. Maybe I can figure it out. Maybe I can figure out that puzzle too, right? As I talked about last week, about that more, right? More, more is... I sometimes like to think of these gems as like having their own personalities. And more, if, if more, the concept of more, the, 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 the idea of more, of the quote-unquote proverbial hippie notion of energy of of more it's one of 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 just aggression the concept of more is just the concept of aggression where there is no thought there is no hesitation there is no contemplation you move on you keep moving forward it is just sheer like nose to the grindstone forward now you do have to think of a, a, a way to approach these things because you are taking, in, in my example, 
you are taking on so much. So there is a, a certain level of planning. So don't assume this is like an empty, just push, push, push. We talked about stepping back from the from the box and trying to um, think of more efficient ways of doing it. So it isn't a a unthinking relentlessness. It is a calculated relentlessness. If that all makes sense to you, we're getting we're getting very uh, headsy, if you will. Some people don't like headsy. Some people like headsy. Uh, I like the headsy, but that's your update. I feel like these will be good for you know a few minutes in the beginning, just to kind of give you an update. And so now, on we go to the main course. This week's episode, I feel like, is going to be a very um, taboo talk. And some people are going to agree with me, some people are not. And I feel like depending on where you stand in the greater scheme of social stances, you might not be with it on this one. And that's okay. doesn't mean that we can't be friends. And it doesn't mean that you and I couldn't have a good, calm, very cordial conversation like adults should be able to do right so i'll tell you where this this stemmed from and and this is where i talked to when i talked a second ago about headiness this is kind of where where my mindset was i i can i can get into these quote-unquote heady places without the uh need for extracurriculars that some people love i was sitting in a meeting the other day and um i was you know older folks younger folks in the meeting um but mostly older folks and i do i remember watching this guy he like was we were all talking in the meeting and he he kind of scoots back and he lifts his leg to kind of cross his legs right and as he did that he knocked his knee on the table and it was it was it was a pretty substantial hit it wasn't a, it wasn't a soft hit at all and i remember just thinking cuz i i heard the knock and I was like, oof, that one's gonna that one's gonna smart a little bit. And I looked at him and he had absolutely zero reaction to his face. He had zero reaction, he had zero in anything. It was like it never happened. And that brought me to an interesting discussion that in my own brain of of course, where I was thinking through like how, how men often take that approach. I'll very rarely, but I will sometimes like knock things, um, like knock my arm or elbow or shoulder into things, right? It's easier for me to knock things if they're things that aren't like my body. Like if I have cargo pants and something's really big in the pocket or, or if I have my, my belt that I use when I'm in the uh, garage tinkering with woodworking, woodworking, it's easier to knock things with those things because they're external items attached to me and i'm not dimensionally aware of them the way i am with my body but even sometimes i do knock into some things when i'm overly distracted or whatever when those things happen there's not a huge reaction from me unless it's it really freaking smarted but ultimately there usually isn't and so it made me really start thinking about like some of the clear dynamics between uh, men and women and how like men approach things completely different and and some of it comes down to sheer upbringing is one of my initial theories and this is still a working concept so bear with me as i kind of work this out with you 
I was thinking through how like men or this is where it gets really controversial and some of you guys can get real um, upset about this. But I feel like in in our society, in our modern society, men are far more disposable to this society than by comparison women. And what I mean by that, I think we definitely look at things differently. And it, it comes into a very stark contrast when it comes to this new level of equality that we're trying to push i don't necessarily think that this level of equality that that people say they're pushing for is necessarily possible with the inequalities of the sexes themselves right when we're talking about the idea of equality we have to really drill down as to what we want equality on because not everything is going to be equal and to say that we want everything to be equal is a lie in itself right and so before i get into the lie itself so let me let me start by saying this and i hate doing this but i'm going to because i don't want people to get the wrong idea I am a huge proponent for women. I love women. Women have raised me almost single-handedly. I've been in a position where I've had a tremendous number of wonderful women in my life, from my mother or grandmother. I've had tremendous women I've I've dated and been with and, and interacted with and had really good discussions with. And I'm the first guy in line to want to protect a woman and, and defend their, their wants. This isn't stemming from an idea of misogyny. This is stemming from an idea of, of not everybody wants equality to that same level. And quite frankly, there's some things that just are not going to be equal. If we're talking about the, the differences in physicality alone, genetically, we're, we're very different people. The way men are built and the bone density, the way men can just naturally generate far more power than a woman can are things that you cannot take away. This is when it gets a little squirrely with sports, right? So my point to saying all this is that we, we need to have a better discussion than just like everything has to be equal. Because I, I don't think things are equal, especially not in today's society, right? Do I believe that women should make the same amount of money that men should make? Yes. Do I believe that women should have the same rights that men do? Yes. Do I believe that women should be respected and treated the same as men. Of course, these are all very basic things that I feel like 100% are equal. But there is a difference when we're talking about men and women when it comes to physicality, but also socially. And that's where I tie back to this idea of the lie, right? What I mean by the lie is that men are looked upon far more in an expendable manner than women ever are. And some of you don't want to admit that. But I think as men, we definitely have that ingrained in our in our brains from the get-go, right? Any of you that have daughters and sons, think about the times that your daughter scrapes her knee when you're teaching her how to do something, ride a bike or something, for example. And, oh, my God, you run over and you want to you take care of her. You want to make sure she's okay. And, and she, you want to you know, calm her down and make sure she doesn't cry. You, don't, you know, you, you, you kind of panic a little bit at the idea of, of helping her and helping her feel better and not to, not to feel emotionally distraught. But oftentimes we see that when boys fall and scrape their knee, it's like, especially dads are more likely to be like, hey, come on, you know, scrape it off, you'll be fine. And with that being said, 
there is there is something good about that. You're teaching resilience. I've also often talked to in this podcast about the idea of preparing your children for resilience in a in a safe manner, which is still under your wing, versus letting the world teach them resilience often leads to people getting crushed. But my point to all of this is saying that like as a child, you start learning from that age that you're going to get different treatment from women. And men are, I think, ingrained a little bit to be more expendable, right? Nobody bats an eye. How about this? I'll switch it up on you. If you were to watch two women fight in the street and you see one woman just brutally beating another woman, you would probably feel a little certain. You would feel a certain way about that. You likely wouldn't feel great about that. Or you likely would try to stop it, especially if the woman was like out and she was already passed out and you were just like, oof. Okay, she's done. Let her. You can stop now, right? But if we switch the roles around, do you feel different about that? And what if we keep taking this to another level? Do you feel different if you know that your daughter is signing up to go to war in Iraq or Afghanistan or wherever we're at war at the moment? Do you feel worse about that, your daughter signing up for that, than you do your son? You know, oftentimes we hear about people that pass away in, in these wars, right? And sometimes some people can justify those deaths by saying, oh, you know, he gave up his life for our country. And while I can appreciate those sentiments, I think it's often men that go through these things. It's often men that struggle through these things. And that's another reason why men also have a harder time admitting depression and suicidal thoughts. It's because of the idea that they're more expendable than the female counterparts because we do look at women as a more beautiful, fairer creature. They're supposed to be the most flawless of the creatures. Whether that's right or wrong, that's up to your own decision-making skills. But I think humans are humans, and I've met some incredibly flawed women, and I've met some beautiful, wonderful souls. I mean, that's, that can be the same for men, and that is the same for men. I've met some incredibly flawed men, and I've met some men with great souls. So my point to all this is, is ultimately coming down to the idea that men are viewed a little bit more expendable than women are. Men often do take on the more dangerous career, potentially life-ending careers that women don't. How often do you see women cutting gigantic trees? How often do you see women doing incredibly dangerous jobs like mining that that men sign up for readily you see men they go and work on these oil um these oil rigs in the middle of the ocean right those are mostly male jobs one they're they're more physically demanding so they likely want men but you see men doing this and the risk of those things burning and exploding is kind of high there's a movie about that. I think it's Mark, Mark Wahlberg, something like that. But my point to all this is saying that men inter- internally do feel a little bit more expendable than women. And with that being said, because that's the case, are we going to change socially the way we as men and social the social hierarchy looks at us? Or are we going to have a greater discussion as to what the future level of equality looks like? And when it comes to Uh, freedoms when it comes to wages when it comes to social pressures when it comes to equality of jobs i feel like it should be equal 
But there's certain things that we have to admit are not going to be equal. And physicality of, of women versus men or how we approach the value system, if you will, of, of a human individual should be really be about an individual, not about an individual's sex. But I don't know, just thinking out loud here. I was thinking through that as, as I watched this guy essentially knock his knee <laughs> nearly through a table. But that's what I mean by heady, folks. And I hope at least this week, on this week's podcast, I've given you a little bit of food for thought. I've given you a little bit of concept to mull over your brain and something to think about when it comes to maybe your next parenting decision or maybe your next interaction with with a, a person of the opposite sex or maybe the next time you have a discussion about equality because we see a lot of people that really want to leverage equality for their own benefits but they don't want true equality because true equality requires people to do things that they're not comfortable doing. I just wanted to basically, very superficially, like a rock skipping on the lake, touch this subject, and maybe we'll come back to it at a different time. That's it. That's this week's podcast. I hope you folks have a wonderful week. Comments, questions, feedback. Forward it over to the Light Generalist on Instagram. And we'll talk next.